Hello and welcome to the Self-Assured and Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Zelenchek, and I'm so excited you're here. Each week, I'm going to share with you what's working and what's not working in discovering the power of self-leadership. My goal with each episode is for you to feel excited and empowered to navigate your life with less stress, more confidence, and a whole lot of grace. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Um, it's great to be here. I was just thinking before I hit record of like, um, I was like, I can't believe it's Monday already. Um, and last week I said that I was going to be a productive little bee and record a podcast so I wouldn't have to worry about recording a podcast while Alex and I are in Seattle. And I absolutely did not do that. So I'm sitting in our hotel room. It is just after 10 o'clock at night. We've had three full-on days. Alex is sitting in the bed behind me, so if you hear him or <laughs> that's, he he's just in here. This is my, this is how I'm recording the podcast today, but I was set on making sure it comes out on Monday. I don't, do not want to miss a Monday because um, I could easily say, fuck it and try again tomorrow, but I'm probably going to find some other excuse if I, if I was to like let it go today and then try and do it again tomorrow I'd probably come up with something else. So here we are. Uh, this is my, like, I just got to get through it, but <laughs> I have been sitting here for a while and thinking about the episode that I wanted to create or talk about. And I kind of came up with this like concept or like a positive side effect, um, that I have experienced in myself, but I don't really hear a lot of people talking about it. And this just might be the bubble that I'm in, but I wanted to kind of share my two cents on something that has really, really benefited me and hopefully it can benefit you, but it's just fun. And the, how it kind of got, like how it got brought up in my life was a kind of a, like a slightly funny story, but um, the positive side effect that no one's talking about, and I'll get into the stories and I'll get into the practical ways and all that fun stuff. Um, but how, like what brought this on was, oh gosh, a few weeks back. So I was setting up a, an event with the company I was working with. Um, and some, and like, there was a bunch of us there and we were setting, we were doing the table settings and, like someone asked, like kind of just genuinely, like out into like the group of us there and was like, oh, how do we set the cutlery on the table? And I said, oh, I'm going to mess it up. But I said whatever was wrong. Obviously, I should know what I said. But I said like uh, fork on the right knife on the left or something like that. But the, but the way I delivered it, I was just so confident. And I was like, yep, that's correct. That is absolutely correct. Um, and then like not even five minutes later, someone else comes in and they're like, who did this? This is wrong. And I was like, oh shit, my bad. Like I said it without even thinking. Like I just was like, like I was doing something else. Someone genuinely asked a question and I just threw out an answer and then just kind of went on my date. Like it wasn't intentional to, to give the wrong answer. And I just kind of like laughed. And then, uh, the person who I said it to was like, I just didn't question you cause you were so confident. And I'm like, you know what? Like it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> Like, um, but whatever, we just kind of had a good laugh. And obviously I will learn from that moment of like, hmm, like think about like, cause you knew, you knew the right answer or whatever it was. So, um, but it got me into thinking, I'm like, why didn't anyone question me? Like, or like, how was I so confident in this and, and whatnot? So, 
I was just like, that's actually one quality about myself that had made me or has made me really successful within like uh, pursuing career, like a career in hotel management um, is I get into decision quicker um, and and I'm human, so not all of my decisions are going to be absolutely correct all the time. But when I reflect back at like working at the hotel or working other jobs or other areas of my life that I've kind of just been real, like I've really shined in, those are the areas where I don't hesitate to make decisions when faced like with something. I don't like to sit in indecision. I tend to trust my instincts. I take calculated risks. Um, I can assess the situation way quicker. And then lots of the times, some of the like answers just become kind of almost habitual. Um, other ways that I've seen this pop up is like, uh, again, being a, like a front office manager, a front office manager of a hotel, you would deal with a lot of people complaining, like <laughs> working in customer service. Some, I guess, would come down and be upset with the agent because of whatever God knows reasons their shower pressure water isn't good enough for them or whatever. You catch my drift. People just complain. People complain about a lot of things. And sometimes those people don't like talking to the front desk agents who are completely capable of helping them resolve their issue or like provide customer service, they want to speak to a manager. And like literally 90%, like 99% of the time, I would not be saying anything different than what my agents would say. Like, so for an example, if, if a guest came down to the front desk and was complaining about XYZ and they're complaining about it to like a, just a front entry front, like front desk agent and maybe this agent is like, I don't know, struggling through it or like thrown, like, like thrown off guard and like kind of, because it's not fun dealing with someone that's angry, especially in customer service. Like um, we've all had Karen, we've had Karens out there. No offense to any Karens, but just some people can be buttheads. Anyways, so let's just say guest is not happy or like kind of demands to see the manager right off the bat. Um, and then I step in as said manager and the, the guest proceeds to retell me their problem. And then the solution I offer is say something very simple like, oh, yeah, like you're upset about parking. Um, well, let me comp your parking ticket for you. Here you go. It's all done. Have a nice day. Now, that is nothing different than what my agents could offer because I, I never wanted to take away that power from them. And I understand in some workplaces there are certain decisions you cannot make without like going to upper management or your boss or whatnot but kind of I'm talking about like base basic kind of entry level decision making here and giving a real world example um but when I think back at like kind of the whole yeah I had the manager title I was just confident in what I was giving them like I was just confident that the solution I was offering was going to make them happy or I was listening to them and whatnot and then like I would turn around then coach my agent being like, hey, like this is how you can navigate that situation differently. And from that point on, they have like kind of hopefully a bit more tools in their toolbox to better serve themselves when they encounter said angry person the next time. But um, 
when I think about those moments or when I think about uh, times in my past where I've, I've really flexed this decision-making muscle, it's just because I've, I've trusted myself, or like repeatedly have trusted myself and also have not been afraid to make the mistakes as well. Like, you know, it's not really like, I don't want to say it's like that phrase. It's like, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. It's not that it's been more of like, I I've had the confidence to make a decision to move forward, to see what happens. And like, if that doesn't work, then it's like, okay, then we just try something new. Okay. Then we just try something new or we keep going forward instead of sitting in indecision longer than necessary um, because I don't know about you like <laughs> especially when I am hangry and I can't decide what I want to eat like that's pretty fucking frustrating but let's just like take that feeling and apply it to a workplace or to an area in your life that's you know the, you want to make decisions you don't want to be stuck in indecision anyways I digress <laughs> so if you're looking to build your confidence or you're on this journey of um, putting in the work to build your confidence, I want you to kind of reflect on some areas in your life that you really excel in. Like if it is in your full-time job or if it is with your side hustle or passion project or something, or you're like of a part of a sports team and like you're, you're really good at that, or you're part of some sort of club or hobby. Um, you sell, you sell things at markets and you're really like, you're just something you're really good at. I don't know why I went the markets route. Like I was just, Alex and I, we went to the Pike place market and seeing all the craft makers. Maybe that's what was on my brain. Anyways, I got to stop getting off sidetracked. <laughs> but I want you to look for places for evidence in your life of where you shine, like where you have, where you feel your most confident self. And then picture yourself in that situation. Then picture yourself in the times where you have been faced with making a decision, uh, be it a tough decision or just a small decision, like picking out being like, what colors do we want for, I don't know, the walls, black or white. And you're like black because you just knew it, like whatever it was. Um, so look in your life, find a place that you shine where you have your confidence and then think of times where you've had to make decisions, where you had to get into that decision quicker and think about like, what did you have to do to get to that point? Like if you were to find a point where you had to make a decision, well, what led you to knowing that you could trust yourself the knowing that you could make this decision, taking that calculated risk? Like what were the things that you were weighing out? Um, and, and do this practice often because when you start to show yourself that you've done it, like you, you've, you can make decisions or you can do these, or you, you are confident in this. If you're say, if it's in your workplace, you are confident in your workplace, but you want to be say more confident in your personal life. You want to start taking more risks and living a bit more or whatever it might be, or it comes to dating. You want to start, you know, being a bit bolder or it comes to your sense of style. You want to try different styles, whatever it might be where you're trying to the area that you're trying to build, you can almost borrow confidence from the area that you are really confident in. You feel me? So that's one way I want to look at decision-making as a, as a positive or a fantastic bonus to building your confidence. Um, but if you can't think of a, uh, an area of your life where you are like, like shining confidence, if that's not coming to you easy right now, or that's totally fine. Um, but there are other practical ways that you can actually build your, like there are practical ways you can enhance your decision-making skills and in turn, hopefully enhance your confidence as well. And I know I've talked about this one 
a lot. I've talked about it on social media. I've talked about it on the podcast, but it's it's true. <laughs> it's so true. It's keeping the keeping the little promises to yourself or keeping the promises that you say to yourself. Like, um, and I mean, fuck, Alex will call me out on these when I do not keep these promises to myself. Um, but it's saying things like, oh, I'm going to wake up at, I'm, I'm, my first alarm is at 5.30 and I'm not going to hit snooze. But the following morning comes around, 5.30 rolls around, I hit snooze and I stay in bed. Like that's, like those are the little promises. Or saying you are going to start something tomorrow and you, tomorrow comes and you don't do it. That's breaking the promises to yourself. Like for me and my podcast, I have a podcast out every Monday. Today's Monday. I could easily say, nah, I'll do it tomorrow, but no, I'm here. Like I'm, I'm keeping that to myself. And throughout the, like this entire trip, I have been thinking about like, okay, I brought my laptop. I need to record a podcast. Like I brought my laptop. I need to record a podcast. Ah, oh, you know, I could just do it. I could just do it on Tuesday when we get home. Oh, but I, you know, there's so much I need to do on Tuesday. Then I'll just push it to Wednesday. And then, you know, next thing you know, maybe a week has gone by and I've missed Monday, you know, like those are the promises that I'm saying we want to keep to ourselves. We want to keep them consistently to ourselves as well, or as consistent as possible. Like we are all humans and we're about giving, giving yourself grace, but it is also holding yourself accountable. So that's one way or a practical way that you can enhance your decision-making skills. Uh, another way that I like to, like, I'm learning to, to deal with this one myself in real time. Um, but another practical way I think to enhance your decision-making skills is to ditch overthinking. Like, <laughs> um, and I know that's, that's way easier said than done. And there's so much to unpack with every person as to why they overthink it to things. Um, and you know what I've, what I've learned, um, that is when you start to overthink or you have perfectionist tendencies or you want things to be absolutely perfect before you make any sort of decision or move forward with anything or um, all the stars are aligning, you know, type deals. What I've learned for that from that is that is like a, a survival um, mechanism. Like you think you're keeping yourself safe. Like your your brain is or like the way when you start to overthink and think through all the absolute possibilities you think that is the like the right thing to do or the smart thing to do when in reality it's the one thing that's holding you back completely now don't get me wrong i'm not saying like go and do things recklessly without thinking but it's there there is a sweet spot of like you can think about something you can think about um possible outcomes of a b and c um, you know, and make your choices from there. But then there is that overthinking into like analysis paralysis, um, staying within your comfort zone, overthinking. You know what I mean? I hope you know what I mean. Because <laughs> um, where I'm actually reading this right now and like learning that it is a safety mechanism or like a, a survival skill that's keeping you in your comfort zone is in the book Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. I've had this book for a while and I started reading it and then I put it down and then started reading five other books. Um, but then for this trip, I'm like, well, I want a book to read on the plane. And so I grabbed that one and I was just like, yeah, like that, that hit home, that hit home. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm an overthinker. I, I truly am. Um, and ways that I, I, get over it uh like real time way is like I am a very picky eater like I'm a very simple eater I don't like trying new things and 
I had an oyster for the first time today and I could have sat there and like talked myself out of eating it. I know this is such a small thing, but it was a huge like step for me. Um, and it was weird eating it, but I didn't die. You know, even though I was kind of running through my head of like, oh, I'm going to hate it. This is gross. This is slimy. Like, what if I swallow something and it cuts the inside of my throat? I don't know. Do regular people think about that? But anyways, <laughs> that's another side quest story for you. Um, anyways. Okay. The last practical tip uh, for enhancing or for the last practical tip I want to share with you about enhancing your decision, decision making skills is um, bouncing back from your failures or bouncing back from the times where you, you make the mistakes, you know, um, because like, let's face it, we're all fucking humans. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all just doing the best that we can with the things that we have, you know, and I have learned some of the greatest lessons by making the absolute most terrible mistakes in my life. Um, there are certain things like I, I joke, I've in my early twenties, I was a wild a wild child, but, and I made mistakes. I did some stupid things. I did some crazy things, but I had to have those moments in order to appreciate what I have now. Um, that's kind of a, like a grand scheme of things, but like in a workplace setting, I, there were times where I would be faced with a decision that I had to make and I didn't know what was going to happen, but I made a decision. I was like, you know what, we're just going to try this and see, see how it goes. You know, let's see how the, let's see how the cards land. Um, and sometimes that was wrong and sometimes it didn't go as planned and it was like, okay, you know what, I've learned from that. There have been other times at work where again, working in hospitality and dealing with people, you're always kind of on the fly. Um, but this was something that like me and my team we were actually really good at. Like if we, if we were in the weeds or we were struggling with some sort of service or got our asses handed to us or rocked for some reason, and it just wasn't the smoothest, like, you know, when you have those days at work where like, you just feel like your rhythm's off, you're like, you know, we're better than this, but like everything just wasn't going to plan or wasn't going our way. Me and my team, we were really good at when those days happened, reflecting on that being like, yeah, the day happened that happened. That's fine. We're all, we're all here. We're all, we all got jobs. The place hasn't burned down. How can we improve for next time? Like if we were faced with this day again, what would we do differently? You know? And then like maybe a week or two down the road, we would be faced with another challenging day, but this time we were a bit better equipped to deal with it. Um, and it also just helped to foster trust between us and have the open communication where we were able to share feedback for the greater purpose and like, um, wanting to improve. Uh, so that is a practical way I can say of like enhancing your decision-making skills is like, yeah, making, maybe making the decision is scary, but trust that after you make that decision, good or bad, you have your back or your team has your back or whoever has your back, hopefully you, um, you can come back from that. It's like, you know what? I might learn, I might fuck up on this, but I'm going to learn. And that is okay because there's there's so much beauty in that and it's also like we're about giving grace on this podcast like if i was meant to be perfect 1000 percent of the time i think my life would be very 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 boring um and so it is fun to learn from learn from your your mistakes your mess ups um and it's also like it's also fun just to kind of like laugh at the things that you've done like there are times like the story i shared about like the whole like me messing up the cutlery and place setting things it was one of those things when it was brought up that I, it was wrong. I was like, you know what? I literally, yeah, that was on me. Like I knew I, I had a, like, I just lulled at it. I was like, hmm, yeah. Okay. 
good job, Amy. But it was one of those things the next time I would go to set something with cutlery, it was just like, I knew. I was like, hey, this is the correct way. You don't need to do it the incorrect way, you know? Um, so yeah, that was all I got for you today about the, like, yeah, the one positive side effect that I'd say no one really talks about when it comes to building your confidence. Um, or maybe, like I said, it was just me living in my own bubble because there's a ton of like positive side effects that come from building your confidence and working on that. Um, like, I don't know. I, I don't know why I completely just blanked at things of building confidence of whatnot, but you, when you are confident in yourself, you have a bit more like creativity, you carry a bit more authority, you, people just tend to respect you or listen to you. And maybe that's just the natural leader in me. But, uh, one thing that, like I said, I didn't, I don't hear lots of people talking about is getting into that enhanced decision-making skill and it allows you to trust your judgment uh, to make these decisions more assertively to weigh the options take calculators and act on their choices leading to obviously better outcomes um, because the more you try things the more outcomes and feedback you're going to get hence you'll be able to improve anyways that's all I got for you guys today. I hope you liked this episode. Um, if you did, always let me know. Uh, my DMs are always open. Uh, and yeah, I'll do better next week of not waiting until the absolute last minute to get a podcast episode out because why not? I'm smarter and I know better for next time. <laughs> Anyways, have fun guys. I will be with you again next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found this episode resonated with you or it was helpful in any way, I want to know. So take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories at Selfassured and Savvy and tell me what your biggest takeaway was or what resonated with you. I love to know and I want to cheer you on as you discover the power of self-leadership. So I can't wait to see you again here next week. Bye for now.